Hey, it's Tim here. Thanks so much for coming over to check out my new podcast, The Big Mouth. Before we get into today's episode, got a big favor to ask you. It's going to mean the world to me if you leave a star rating, you comment on the episode or share it with your friends. It'll help me out and help get The Big Mouth out there. Hope you enjoy today's episode. This one's a special episode of Big Mouth because it's one for the old school fans of BB because I've got a very special guest with me. You might recognize him. Say hello. Hello, it's me. It's Ben. It's Ben from Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) He tells me that he doesn't ever do podcasts and (laughs) we've got a snort. I love it. I I feel very privileged. We've got a lot to get through. We don't know where this chat's going to go. It's just like two old friends catching up. Um, Hmm. Stick around. It's going to be a really interesting one. If you feel like a misfit in a world full of pretenders, then I want to be your friend. Join me each week on the journey of not giving a fuck. So stop trying to fit in and stand out. You don't need to be perfect, you just need to get real. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Subscribe now for free to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ben from Brisbane, what have you been up to? In the last 10 years? I mean, that's... Well, it's been 10 years, hasn't it? Yeah. It's 10 years next year. That's too broad. What I do can't, you mean? I can't, I can't do that. It's, that's too big a question. Oh. It's too big. <laughs> okay, we'll make this easier. I'm, I'm looking at you, Ben, and you've got like a full, like, headphones and a little um, <laughs> microphone no. like Madonna would wear. Or you, <laughs> no. you look like you're at a space station. <laughs> I know it's they're actually really good quality, but I do look like I could take like an order for saucepans or something from you over the phone. But um, they they they're kind of they were given to me. What do you use them for? When are, are you a work from home or you? They're from office works. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> no, it's work from home. It's for teams and for you know I, I got oh, them yeah. during the COVID. You know, but. I never do podcasts. No, I've never had to look at them. Oh, well, thanks for coming on today. I We, we caught up last week, didn't we, on message when one of your many idols passed away. It's it's one of those weeks, isn't it, where celebrities all die at once. In the threes, yeah. I know, it's always in threes. Yeah. It's always in threes. So it started with Uncle, Uncle Archie, uh, Uncle Archie Roach. Um, we, we always had Archie Roach playing. I was a huge fan along with Jimmy Little and then in more modern times, Gurrable. Um, and Judith Durham was very special to me. Um, I think kind of growing up in this country, there were three people that I really kind of cared about in the entertainment industry. And that was Bert and Judith and Barry Humphreys. They were the people that made the biggest impact upon me. What does it mean when you read a headline or, or did, I guess, you have friends that know that you're, you're a big fan, they contact you? Does it sort of ruin your day? No, no, it doesn't ruin my day. My phone did go into meltdown. Um, I will say when the news broke, it was Saturday night and I had a few things planned, I have to be honest, and I, and I didn't feel like doing any of them once I heard what the news. What have you got was... on Saturday night? I know. <laughs> Some frivolity, yeah. I didn't feel like it. I was no. too sad. And the Saturday before was when Archie Roach passed away. Something was Saturday night. I was. I didn't feel like going uh, yeah. out. 
Yeah, it really does make me sad that they're my friends. Did you ever meet Judith? I never met her. No. I'm laughing because because you told me that I had met her. It's terrible. You met her at the the networks there. And I was a day out of meeting her. I would have met her, but I missed her by a day. Because in those days... I was doing stuff for Today Show and you were doing stuff for mornings afterwards. Yes, I was wow. pretending to be a film reviewer. <laughs> what was I pretending? <laughs> I think I was also a roving reporter as well. They sent me to, to some really cool stuff. But... Yeah. Uh, let's, let's go back to Judith for, for a second. How do you yeah. celebrate when a celebrity passes? Like, and then we had Olivia Newton-John. When was that? Early? Was that Monday? Yeah. Yeah, I think later. it was Tuesday or so. Yeah. It's very interesting because, you know, both of these women, uh, they both had a voice like a bell. You know, it's this really kind of uh, clear and iconic voice and very Australian mm. and both very big in the UK. But yet, even though they were kind of sunny and sweet, there was a real strength about them uh, as, as people. But also, they both had really... Uh, challenging aspects to their life you know when you look at Judith and the eating disorder and the car accident and losing a husband to MND you know and then getting out on stage and singing Georgie girl do you know what I mean like that takes a certain Mm. sort of resilience Mm. and I often think do these entertainers make us happier than they can ever feel themselves I, I I hope not um wow but you look at Olivia and sing Down by the Banks of the Ohio and all these sort of songs because she sort of made her name really in country music to start and just so beautiful and sweet but strong, but yes. strong. Yeah. And the health challenges that she faced, yeah. extraordinary. I just, I love them. Mm. It's funny. Mm. I, I think I feel more when when celebrities pass that's than, than, than any other time. It's interesting. What's that profound... about? I don't what know. does a celebrity represent for you? Or a, or celebrity a, sort or of the wrong word. I'd rather like... say an artist. I'd rather say artist because yeah. yeah. everyone's a celebrity. Yeah. I get I get very fixated on lyrics and story, and and I really kind of bond with them, with their music and with their acting. It's quite strange, really, isn't it? But they mean and a great what, deal to me. It's losing a friend or losing a great artist. The talent. Or the, the work. Because it, in a way it immortalises them. No, I know. It does. There's a silly reason in that I always think I might get to meet them and now I won't. I know that sounds silly, but there's always that. Right, yeah. And then there's always the other thing of they're not going to produce any new work and, and, and that makes me sad. So that what we've got is what we've got, yeah. but usually what we've got is incredible. I don't know. There's, yeah. Mm. Some things just make you sad. Yeah. What about... What makes you happy? What's what's news that's happening at the moment? Um, you obviously got through COVID. When I think of being alone in an apartment, were you in lockdown? Yeah, yeah, lockdown. What's post-COVID life like for Ben? Yeah, it's the same as it was before. What do you mean, what, keeping clean and stuff? Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, I like, don't know. Did COVID, been... did you learn anything through it? Was there any big life epiphanies that through the other side you... Or it's back to normal. No, look, I, I tell I tell you what, there's there's it's interesting, you know. I've always been odd, I know that. Uh, but I kinda, you know, I don't care. And it's interesting mm. when I went on Big Brother and people were very positive towards me afterwards, I remember thinking in my head, I always knew that I was nice, you know. I, I and, mm. and it kind of reiterated that I was odd, but people kind of thought, Yeah, he's odd, but he's nice, you know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I kind of always knew it. And when COVID happened, I've always had my peculiarities. Like, I don't like to touch buttons with my fingers. I always like to use my knuckles or an elbow or have all these funny little ways about me, uh, which people have always sort of mocked. And um, and I always had that, that special soap. I've always carried that around with me everywhere. And I guess after the pandemic, it's it's just reinforced that, that I, I need to keep doing that. I feel like I was right all along. Mm. Do you, like, like, <laughs> do you, I do understand. 
I'm just telling you no. that, that the pandemic, and I had a lot of friends in hospitality and in aviation, as you know, had a very tough time of it. And I didn't have a great time with it. But it just, it was, I guess what I'm saying to you, it was my time to shine. Everything about me that's always been looked down on, suddenly I was kind of in vogue. It was a strength. It was yeah, you, you were used to living alone at home <laughs> and never leaving the house. I do actually leave the house sorted. all the time. That's a bit of a misnomer that I don't leave the house. I'm never at home. But I know what you mean, though. I am really? a homebody. But but I think what you mean is enjoying your own company. It, yes. Yeah, you yeah. do enjoy your own company. Yeah, I do well, leave my I was going to say, when people watched us, what, 10 years ago on TV and then we, we did a bit together mm-hmm. afterwards and we were – we were just so opposites and I did used to tease and mock you and rub you the wrong way and press your buttons because there were things about you that I didn't really understand. But I think it's funny you say that because I agree that there's certain things that, yeah, you, you did know a little bit better than I did. I remember I used to give you crap about being a vegetarian. You're very nasty. Done vegetarianism. Yeah, Yeah. I was, wasn't I? You're mean. You're mean, but that's all right. I always thought that I was kind of pushing you to try new things or... Yeah, you brought out you brought out a good reaction in me if you just want to talk about it from an entertainment perspective, you know. I saw it as a, as a friendship thing. I was, I was pushing you out of your limitations. But maybe they yeah. were the ones I'd put on you, not... They weren't really you... They weren't limitations for you. No, I didn't, I didn't find them limits. I know, I know what you mean. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I don't care. It's a long time ago. But I, I don't think of them as limitations, but... Uh, I do. I do find I am this person that a lot of people, in retrospect, tend to come to me and and say, "Oh, you know that book that you bought me that when you when I unwrapped it, I was like, what's this? I read it. It's really good. I used to buy people books that I'd read and different things, and then they used to use them for paperweights. But then eventually one day they'd pick it up. But I'm but I am that person. I'm someone that I don't know. I'm like a film that comes out at the cinema that no one sees and everyone streams it later on and goes, "Oh my god, have you seen this? That's who I am as a person. I've never I've never been." A success or what, a hit. It's like a cult following, like a or a acquired taste. I've always been that. I've always been that. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know how many functions I go to and people come up to me and they go, hey, you know, years ago you said this thing to me. I get this all the time. And they're really chummy with me. And I can remember these people. And years ago, you know, I was chatting to them and they just thought, this guy's, this guy's odd. And then they sort of, I don't know. I come back around. Come around. Well, do you want to get real for a second? I, in messaging you about this, uh, I went to message you. And do you know what my last message to you was? When? What? Well, it was early last year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you, it, no, it says red. It says red. You read this. Yeah. We yeah. hadn't spoken in years. And I said, yo. I can't believe I wrote a text starting with yo, but I must have had some drinks. I can. This was yeah. on the on the fifth fifth of December in twenty twenty, and I wrote yo. I'm in the valley, which is where you live in Brisbane. I'm staying with a girlfriend, and I'm heading down the coast tomorrow. What are you up to tonight? Yeah, I'm not saying the name, but my ex, my ex, the fuckwit, dumped me. Yes, I'm an idiot, and I think I was reaching out to say. Yeah, I'm an idiot because I don't know. There was a part of me that I was coming back to you because I feel as though we kind of went separate ways when I got in deep with that relationship. And yeah, no, it's I not think like so. You said, yeah, is that fair? That's fair. I think that's fair. That's and that's all right. That's all right. No, I I think so. You're often racing and. Uh... and- you know, but like what you were saying before, I think that that was that's that's this is a case of that of me checking back in with you, going, oh, God, like I went off and did my own thing. This always this always happens to me. It happens to me in friendships. It happens to me in near miss relationships. I'm safe. I'm kind. I'm vanilla. I'm predictable, and people both love that and they're bored by that, and so they go off and they and they go off on an adventure. There's something that's a little bit more exciting. And uh, and then they get to a point where they kind of think, I don't know, he was a pretty nice guy. <laughs> Happens all the I've had it my whole okay, life. Hey, two things there. That that message, I was I was DTF that night. 
that I messaged you. I was wanting oh, to yeah. come over and bang your brains out. Oh, no, yeah. serious. <laughs> and you left me on red. You left me on red. I guess, no, in, in fairness, you didn't want to be that, that rebound guy. But let's rewind back to the start of this relationship that, that I just told you that was over. Mm. I remember we were in Graceland, weren't we, filming Graceland Happiness Project, and you asked me, you said, are you with this guy? Mm. And I lied to you, didn't I? I did. Yeah, no, you did. I really did. And I want you to know I I don't know. I don't want this to sound disgenuine, but you know I no. had feelings for you that I just didn't know what to do with. Like that I didn't not choose you because you were the safe, boring guy. I didn't choose you because I actually really did love you, you know, like oh, yeah. I didn't know what to do with it. I wasn't really ready and maybe the safer option was the one that I knew was reckless because if I got hurt, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, the truth is that back, it goes all the way back to the Big Brother house when you were um, prank evicted, remember that, when they oh, yeah. took you out the first <laughs> yeah. time? Yeah. Um. I was I was devastated and I was crying and I remember going in and lying on your bed crying and Ed came in and Ed was talking to me and I actually confessed to him of all people I said I think I loved him and I, I mean that that wasn't a sexual love then but that was a there's something about this guy that uh. I really did really love you and. And then you were brought back in and I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, he's back. And, and we <laughs> just became go good again. friends, didn't we? Yes, we did. And, um, we did. Uh, yeah. I think for everyone listening that, that loved Tim and Ben and are like, what happened to Tim and Ben, maybe like the, the real chat is that I I hurt you a little bit, didn't I? Because... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, you're doing this, what, for 20 minutes? I really don't know how honest Yeah, you're I know. Honest. How much do we want to unpack? I don't know how much you want to talk about. And and I get very confused whether I should be Benjamin Zabel or Ben from Brisbane or Big Brother Ben or Ben and Tim. What's there's a few the difference? Kind of, there's just different things that I share as with, right. you know. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, not, and, and I don't mean hold back. I, I just mm. mean. Let's keep it simple for them. A little bit, like I, I don't know, I don't know how much they, uh, I don't know how much they want to know, but um, mm. I think, I think you and I, after that program, we really hustled hard together, mm. and I, I appreciated your sort of tenacity and drive because I was sort of a, I use this um, funny turn of phrase, like an accidental success. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was selling Pringles in at the beginning of the year, and then I was on a program and just felt like I'd walked into a, a television studio and didn't really know what was going on. And, and so you were really, you know, you were from radio, you, you know, you, you knew people, you, you just, you know, so you were driving it all and I, and we were working really hard to, to just mm. make stuff work and it's hard. Oh yeah. It's, it's really hard. We had people telling us that, we were one of the greatest duos they'd seen and we were <laughs> promised everything, weren't we? TV, radio and, yeah, it wasn't for lack of us wanting to do it, was it? No, I, I never wanted to go back to full-time work. I, 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 you know, I don't mind saying that. I'm, you know, I, I just I, I knew what that looked like. I knew what that would be like to go back to. I, I didn't want to do that again. I, I'm poor kid. I just wanted to kind of, you know... <laughs> I just, I just wanted my shot. Yeah. I just wanted to shoot my shot and I just kind of wanted to make it. And even if I only made it for a few years yeah. and made good money and put it aside, I can do stuff for mom and, and just yeah. give myself a different life. It's all I wanted. But like you have made it, Ben, in, in, in a way that it must feel, you yeah. must get a little kick that, Big Brother comes back, you're not a part of it, and yet you comment on it and it gets the most amount of likes that any post regarding this show is going to ever get. Like, you are so well-loved. I feel the love. Or, or is that bittersweet that 
that yes, the audience loves you, loves you so much, but does that equal a dollar, or or the or is is that creating art as an artist, like, or is it just some weird fan relationship? That's what do you do with that? Oh, gosh, there's so much. There. There's so much there. It tortures me. Yeah. I say that. I say that in my apartment. You know what I, you know, but, uh, you know, there's bigger problems to have. It tortures me. It's really hard because uh, every time I'm not a part of anything to do with the program, I feel as though the audience thinks it's because I, um, I feel like by not being a part of it, I'm letting them down and, and, mm. and it just take it's nothing I can really do. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> if they don't call you, they don't call you. Isn't and it's fine. Yeah. It's, and it's yeah. fine. It's fine. I'm working. It's fine. Yeah. I, but, I um, still get asked, Tim, can you please do more TV? And it's like, it's, it's really not up to me. <laughs> and the powers that be, they make some crazy decisions, don't they? I don't know. I feel like I'm just the guy in the pool. I'm just the guy in the pool, and that's, <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. I, I kind of it, – it's such a strange conversation because I'm so grateful that I got to go on the show. I can't believe that I was even cast on the show. Um, I'm, I, I've, I've had my moment. It, people go a lifetime even looking for a moment. I've had it. it like, it's fine. Mm, mm, um, mm. But I'm inextricably – you don't want to seem at all ungrateful. Gosh, no. And I'm not – like. Yeah. And if I was, yeah. I'd, I'd probably say it. But no, I'm so <laughs> grateful. I probably would. I'm so grateful. Um, and yeah, you know, it was a very strange season to see like a reunion type show. Um, like I enjoyed uh, being with yourself and with with Tully and Drew. Like I, I en- like I enjoyed conversing with you in their house. It was sort of bittersweet and strange and. Um, it was interesting in just reading some of the things I was tagged and people just came to the end belief that I must have been asked and I said no. <laughs> they, they couldn't reconcile that I hadn't been asked. Uh, I, co- I could. <laughs> A lot of That's people right. just commented on my post saying, like, where's Ben? Should have had Ben. I bet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's the sort of thing, if, if, if they asked, you know, would I do it again? I mean, the, the the fun answer to that is, if I was asked, do you think my mother would let me not do that again? Like, yeah. she, can you imagine if I said to mum, look, they've called, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, she, she'd be packing my bag. <laughs> she, <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I, I actually asked my parents this time around. I, I called up Phil and Lynn and I said, Okay, I didn't ask you permission the first time around, but this time, I like, do you guys mind if I go out there and, and do this again, put on the hair of Tim from Big Brother and I'll, I'll be that guy again? And Because it had all died down. And, and they said, look, I think, yeah, you're a little bit wiser now. Go for it. And I don't know. It's not something to be taken lightly and I think I... I did hesitate. I don't know when you were saying that um, it tortures you. This, this living in the shadow of something in the past. I, for years, was trying to uh, get away from that, and I felt this imposter syndrome when I'd go out in the streets and people would say, "Oh my God, are you Tim from Big Brother?" And it's like, well, I was him eight years ago, mm. and it just was a reminder that, oh, who am I now? In a way, going back, my biggest fear was that I was just going to restart the clock on that process again. That if I don't do anything now, I'm just, aren't you that guy that did Big Brother twice? And mm, don't be careful what you wish for if you want that again. I say this to Ma all the time. The first time round, you know, I, I'm quite self-deprecating, but I got a lovely edit. You know, got a lovely edit. People think very well of me. I got a, I got a little iconic moment in the Big Brother. I use iconic very loosely, but you know, in the in the Big Brother canon of 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 stuff. Mm. And you know, I, you know, maybe you shouldn't go back to that. Um, there's just something about if you were so well received and so well liked and so part of the 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 Big Brother 
family. If, if you're so good, <laughs> then, yes. then, then, yes. then 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 why? I'm like I'm here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. My emails in my Instagram. <laughs> just get a contact. <laughs> like, I don't Do know. You know what? I've said it so many yeah. times, and I'll, I'll say it because I can get away with it. I've, I've said so many times. It is so bloody hard being so goddamn extraordinary, knowing you're extraordinary and just being left on the shelf. Like funny, right? It's the most annoying feeling in life, and I, I, I see that in you. You are extraordinary in life, hmm. and I've had a few lucky shots, and and I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I've got. But I've had, but there's a lot that I've missed out on, a lot, and I um, and it's that feeling of when am I going to get seen? I get it. <laughs> I get it. We all want yeah. to be validated and being on television or being on that program it, in my entire life, it was the only thing I've ever really been good at or been better at other people or more suited to than other people. Or It's the only time I've ever really shined. Every other facet of my life, quite, mm. quite uh, average really, mm. you know, just uh, it's, it was the, it was the only know- thing where I stood apart from others. I missed that feeling. And you did. And you did. Because I, I, that. I have like winner's guilt when it comes to us two. It was it was you and Tahan I always said I'd be happy to lose to. And when you left, I knew I'd won. I did. Hmm. I absolutely did. And I I don't know if that's also why I I wanted to try and make it up to you in that after the show I'd we'd do it together and that I don't know. And what I was sad of, yeah. is that I watched the show back for the first time in preparation for this latest season. I'd never seen it before. I've never and, watched it. Well, oh, okay, well, don't because that will ruin everything for you. Yeah, it will I've absolutely it. ruin it because our relationship wasn't the way that I remembered it. Interesting. I remembered us being so much even closer than what was shown on TV. Like they didn't show one of our little chats just sitting on the deck chairs out in the garden where I'd make little cold drinks for us and we'd sit and talk shit. They didn't show any of that. They just showed the bickering. They didn't show how alike we were. And I get that. It's TV. Was it just the onions being thrown at me and the insulation? Yes, yes, Just that. I must admit it's very... The insulation, that, that... I watched that episode and I cried myself to sleep with joy and I just thought I was taken straight back there. And and in watching the show back, there were some scenes where I was like, I do not remember this. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you what happened next. And I was watching it for the first time. My memory had, had, had forgotten it, erased it. But there were some scenes and that insulation one, I could recite the next line and it were, it were, I was right back there. It was us guys. We were put in the room to sleep. It was like a little slumber party for that stupid um, boy band challenge. And yeah. didn't we laugh ourselves to sleep? And and in watching it back, I was so sad for the fact that no, it, it was a joy. It was a nostalgia that just overcame me. And I thought how lucky I am to have had moments like that recorded and and when I want I can go back and visit. And and the overall vibe of the show was that feeling of this was a moment in time where I was really, really happy and had a lot of fun and that's documented forever. Mm. But it weirded, this is what was weird in watching it back, mm. was realizing how much we gave to the audience, like how much access they had to us. Mm. And it's no wonder, I guess, that they formed this relationship with us where they knew us and they they cared for us so much because it was a long series. Like that went for what? I remember being told weeks. I remember being told it was the longest Big Brother series in Australian history, but that might be no, I think Wrong. it's true. It's a long time for audiences to kind of get to know who we are. And, I mean, you were saying you wear different hats, Ben from Brisbane, Ben from Big Brother. 
um, Ben Zabel. But yeah, you can't wear Ben from Big Brother as a hat for that entire time. Yeah, I, th- I think what I mean the different hats. I mean, I think the the Ben from Brisbane and, and Big Brother hat are probably the same hat now. But I mean, I guess Benjamin mm. Zabel's just private citizen. Where so I guess I don't really talk about in a podcast. I guess like my family and the intricacies and the complications of that mm. that all families have. And then there's, I guess, the, mm. the big brother Ben, the, the Ben from Brisbane, which sort of, you know, just sort of talks about his time on TV. Um, I think a big reason why I don't do podcasts is because everybody wants to talk to me about 2013. And I just feel, not mm. with you, but I just feel, I just feel a bit embarrassed about it because I just feel like someone who... Mm who kind of has like one hit, although we could give, maybe give me a few hits and say the pool, the insulation, the river dance, <laughs> maybe give me three hits, right? And the um, river dance. And I feel like I'm always kind of getting asked to go out on tour and I'm like, but I've only got three songs, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I always, I always <laughs> just feel embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? I always feel embarrassed to kind of do podcasts because I just think, I just don't really have yeah. anything to kind of say. And like, yeah. why, 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 why do you think, they they didn't want me back this time round or to reunite us. Is it is it my, is it my I mental health if, struggles in the past? Look, no, absolutely not. I think if Tully or Drew had have said no, it would have been you and me in the house, and wouldn't that have been fun? Yeah, I think you can't you can't have four from one series. Kind of said thank you for saying that, and that makes sense to me. Kind of said just a little just a bit of humour. It's not funny, but just. Whenever it comes to August, I know that's when the applications begin, you know, for the for the for the general population. And, yeah. and and so I know it's August and September. And then we all know there's no industry secret. <laughs> I know that, that then the filming begins the second week in October. And so you know I just I hate it because you know they're not calling, you know they're not emailing, and it's kind mm. of just eight weeks of there's there's hope, but not really. And I was at yeah. a function last night and I was in the car park and this lady who was with her daughter and these people that come up and chat to us, they're super nice. Like everyone is so mm. nice. Mm. And she was, she was walking to her car and mum and I were walking from my car and she said to me, I hope you've got your application in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and mum made a comment. He doesn't need to apply. I'll invoice. Or she made, she made some comment. It was so <laughs> The, the majority of the casting choices, like, I, I really understood them. Like, I mean, Drew and Tully, mm. you've got, you know, you've got potential for, I mean, we're talking about a series that's done now, but you're talking, you know, like, there's, there was such potential there for conflict and for you, like, mm. you know, you just, uh, you just, you just bring it and you create story and, you know, you're brilliant. Uh, so I, I understood that. Whereas me, you know, what, am I going to have a cry in there? <laughs> They have a snort laugh and t- talk about mum, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I guess, I mean, it is, it's me. It's genuine, but uh, I don't know. It's a different generation now. They, you know, they, they want, I don't think I make enough they noise. They want the cutthroat strategy. They want the. And I yeah. get that. That's fine. But. I understand. Well, I don't I know. know why you and your mum haven't, haven't got travel guides yet sorted. Yeah, well, look, we, we we were asked years ago to do that, and we did chat uh, with people, and then and that didn't. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like everything I'm saying to you is so this didn't happen, and that didn't. But you know, it's yeah. like it's it's like it's fine. That it's is fine. The way it goes. Yeah, it's fine. That didn't happen. Then we were approached for uh, for Gogglebox about wow three or four years ago. Yeah. And and that to yes. me, that actually would that would have been great for mum because she's like we get to sit down and, uh, but that and so didn't she happen. it didn't ha- like it's so funny travel guides nearly came off and and I was terrified I was because I hate to travel and and mum's like oh I don't know if I'm going to have time for this I'm like what do you mean you've got plenty of time you don't work <laughs> um I was terrified that was going to work and then and then it it, it didn't come off so that's fine uh, oh. but then Gogglebox. I was, I was like, that would be, that would be perfect. And I think mum, like, I think she was picking out <laughs> outfits to wear. Oh. To wear. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she's like, I can wear different nighties. She goes, you were known for your pajamas, and I can wear different nighties. <laughs> oh, that would have been brilliant. But um, but no, and it didn't happen. Well, they're that, changing that's the right. lineup. You never know. You never know. I mean, yeah, I think know. I gravitated towards Mum more, quite frankly, when you, when you and I and the odd couple were no longer sort of pursuing something mm. together. I sort of had to grieve yeah. that. I I always needed uh, to have someone to play off. Yeah, you could very, I'm, I'm inherently very quiet. Like even in this podcast, you know, I don't even know whether I like myself in this podcast, uh, to be quite honest. Yeah. I sort of, do you know what I mean? But I, I was going to say, you mentioned before, do you think why you weren't cast was because of previous mental health issues? I do. I think I had a complete. Me. I had a complete breakdown last year. I don't think I fully understood mental health or where you were at. It was just like a, come on, what's wrong? Get, come on, I can fix this. And yeah, and I, were. I, I owe you a bit of an apology, don't I? Because I had no experience, no personal experience whatsoever to to empathise with you. That it may have come across as maybe cold or, or unhelpful in some of the ways that I dealt with what you were going through at the time. But now I feel like we're coming out the other end of my black hole last year. I was like, I get it now. Like anyone that's gone to that place or has, has had to get professional help to kind of make sense of things. I now go, all right, <laughs> there's no time on that. No one has the answer. It's just one of the most suckiest processes of life that, ugh. I just I had know. no support networks. I had no support. I look back at that time and, uh, do you know, I, 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 uh, sometimes when you do uh, things in the past, uh, you can look back and you can kind of uh, cringe at your own behaviour or shake your head at yourself. Yeah. But I, I, I still absolutely understand why I was in that place. I have nothing but compassion for myself, right. and I didn't always. Mm. But I'd gone from from uh, you know being Benjamin Sable, the flight attendant, to and this sounds so well, it doesn't sound egotistical, but not being able to go to Woolies, like you and I, you know, when you used to stay here, we went to like night hour one night. I remember after being at a club where it was just you know it was, it was that we were like Lennon and McCartney, you know, like it was just so hectic, and I remember. <laughs> We came yeah. back to my apartment. I just, I just cried because everyone just wanted to. You just couldn't be, and and uh, I remember I was just, uh, mm. I was very isolated because mm. I had stopped going out because I, I, I wanted to be friendly with everyone and and approachable, and I was, I wanted them to, I wanted to live up to what they had just seen on the TV, and I was so tired, and I was mm. unemployed. And I was living on the redraw. I'd paid extra into my mortgage over the years. And so I was living on that, but that was running mm. very low. And I needed to get like a real job, but I didn't know what that would look like for mm. me. And you and I were trying to make some things happen, but it's very hard. Mm. Friends had stopped sort of going out to me with things because I, I would end up chatting to other people and they were like, you know what, let's just let's just catch up when all this passes. And so I was mm. very disconnected mm. and... I was very isolated, you know, and very popular. <laughs> so funny, isn't it? I was so, I was yeah. so alone and yet so, uh, so kind of, so light. Yeah. Terrible. It was mm. very funny. Mm. Fill in the gaps of the last few years in that if, if anyone's unaware, like what, what changed? Where, where are you at now on that mental health journey? Are you through the other side or what? Yeah, look, I, it's so funny. I, I'm sort of fine. I'm fine. Mm. But do, do you know what a really interesting point is? I don't know whether you're into Myers-Briggs. I've told you about this on uh, on direct message Myers-Briggs. I, did it, I don't know why no one ever did a personality test on me. I think they did it for the Big Brother mm. house, actually. But yeah, so I sort of came mm. through as an INFJ and I read all about that and I found that very intriguing about my personality. What does that involve? Do you know, there's not many of us. And and we we, really? we, we feel, and I don't say that with any ego. Like I wish I wasn't an INFJ. Yeah. Some people really want to be one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm really? not that. I don't, 
yeah, I don't want. We we feel things very in, in intensely, and um, wow. and there's also a whole bunch of YouTube videos called the INFJ door slam, and apparently our personality yeah. type is renowned for just completely disconnecting from people. Right, and I've seen that a lot in my yeah. life. I guess I guess alone. what I'm saying, yeah, but it doesn't come out of anger. Mm. It comes out of self protection because uh, just very wow. sensitive person. Yep. It's not out of hate. I'm not, I'm not, you know. Yeah. So I, I guess I just, I just did a lot of work on myself uh, and then, matu- and then, you know, maturity and stuff like that, but I'm fine. I'm still mad. You know, I'm still, mm. you know, still eccentric, mm. but I'm, I'm fine. You know, a lot of labels get put on you, you know, and I sort of found mm. myself sort of very highly medicated and, and, and now, you know, mm. I'm not a, I'm not on anything. Wow. For years. Like yeah. Maybe seven years, six Congratulations. years. Congratulations. Mm. Dame. I did about seven years on a list of illicit substances and now I'm on nothing. Isn't it's, that funny? It is funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know we're on different different stuff. Yeah. Different stuff. Yes. But now on nothing. Yeah. Hmm. I do really miss you, Ben. Like, I do really miss. We used to talk on the phone nearly daily, weekly, and then it went to monthly, and now it's almost yearly. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a reason for that, which we we touched on that. There was, there were feelings there that, that I'd hurt you and I didn't know what to do with them and, I needed to grow up a little bit, I think. And maybe you wanted to shut the door on me a lot earlier than what you did. And I thank you for letting me in for, it must've been really hard sometimes with who I was then. Um, So reckless and yeah, you were a friend. You really were a friend. And when I needed to come out and I, I called you up, you gave me some great advice then and, I still count you as a friend. I actually see us when we're old going on a holiday together again. I hope not. (laughs) One day. Oh, God. Oh, don't say that. Separate rooms this time. (sighs) Separate rooms for sure. Seriously. I would never share a room with you. Did you say next year or the year after is the 10-year anniversary of the Happiness Project? 2015. Okay, we've got a few years to plan. For when? A 10-year anniversary oh. trip. How about you bring your mum and I'll bring my dad and the four of us will go on a trip? I don't think people need to see that. I'm not saying that we, well, we could film it, but oh, I would okay. just like yeah. to go on a holiday with you. I don't know if that's a holiday. This is the thing. When, I don't know if This that's is a what was frustrating with us, wasn't it? Whenever we were together around TV people, they would say, oh, roll the cameras. Like, this is just I too know. good, isn't it? And yeah. that's what, like, if we had have if we had have done that trip together without the cameras, I would have had just as much, if not more, fun. I I, yeah. I hope you know that my my friendship with you, even though I knew we were such good entertainment, I actually really enjoyed being your friend. Well, I appreciate I, pr- I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate. I'm you know I'm glad I hung around long enough to to hear that. But we did have a very special can I ask friendship. You a hard, can I ask you a hard question? Where do you think we would have been if we'd actually started a relationship? Me, a drug addict, you, a medic, medication <laughs> dependent, where you were at. Like we were not in the right position to start something real, were we? We were both a mess. Was, yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, I suppose. Or do you think we could have I saved su- each other? Because... I wanted to try and save you, whether that was wrong or right, but I always thought that you could save me in that your safety, your security. Yes. I don't know, but, I mean, how many friends do you know? I've got a whole bunch of them that are kind of not in the right headspace and they're in relationships and they're married and they're kind of making it work and some days it's not working and other days it's working. Like Mm. I, I think as human beings we have to stop waiting until we're all good before we can kind of have a go at love. I mean, true. I kind of, I sort of, yeah, you know, there's no right true. time. The right time is, you know, 
now, whenever. You're asking me out on a date, Ben. <laughs> are you no. single? Yes. You're not. What do you mean am I single? Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, well, you said no. I don't even like that. I don't even like that <laughs> word, to be honest. Just I hate that term, single, you know? It's just such a... It, Alone. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of On implies that it could be different. You know, I'm single. It's just... I just Do you I think you it. want to find a, a partner? Do you think you don't want to be single? Is that why you hate it? Or you just want no, people I just, not to care that you're single? I just find like I just find it a social construct, you know, coupled and tuple and single and all yeah. this sort of all this stuff we put on. I mean, I, I I'm unattached. I'm not seeing anyone. You know, I learned very early in my life that the sad irony is I've even prior to Big Brother, a, a lot of people have always liked me, and again I say that with low self-esteem. Like when I, at high yeah. school, a lot of people yeah. liked me. When I was at uni, me. a lot of people liked me. At the airlines, a lot of a lot of people like people always liked me on mass, and that's lovely. But the forfeit to that is no one has 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 ever kind of you know loved me or liked me one on one in that intense way. I just kind of made peace with that quite a long time ago. I don't think it's fair, <laughs> but you know, most people in their life. Have to have like one person, or they might have three one persons. Do you know what I mean? Throughout yeah. their life, that yeah. that that really like them, but they they'll never have that mass like that's quite unusual. So I yeah. so I just take that. People either love it uh, when I'm really funny and I'm really silly, which is which is which is a big part of me, and almost naughty. Mm. You know, they love that. Mm. Uh, or then when I start to then get quite introspective and morose and melancholy and dark or whatever you want to call it, I don't find it any of that actually. <laughs> but but when I want to kind of go deep, they don't like that. They don't like that. Or when I am deep and, and pulling the world apart, they love that. And then all of a sudden I'll then get silly. Don't like that. No one ever likes the, 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 the two sides. And uh, I did. I did. I don't know whether you really did, but um, I did. Yeah. I was so, too afraid. I was too afraid if people. It's fine for a lot it's of people fine. listening. This is this is crazy to hear that I did have feelings for you, and yeah. did you have feelings for me a little bit? Well, if you, if you, if you want an honest answer, I I I didn't think of you as being obtainable. Mm. You know, I didn't. Mm. I, I, if you want an honor, I, I can't. I was very obtainable. And maybe that's advice for you for the next person that comes along. You're obtainable. Make, like, grab them. Make them. Yeah. I'll, I no, I won't be grabbing anybody and going around, <laughs> thinking, and going around thinking I'm obtainable. No. I'm a very literal person, and so sometimes I can find it hard to read social cues sometimes. Mm. I, I, I can. Mm. So, I, I need people just to kind of just chat are you so are you on the autistic spectrum was that ever talked about i don't no i don't believe so i don't believe so right but um i find out this monday if i am i this monday i have my final assessment won't that be weird it will be weird it'll be enlightening though right i don't know um, i do find a theme with me though but in yes. my life is i've I've always sort of pulled apart kind of words and sentences. I don't know what people mean. I take words very literally and it's always kind of been problematic for me. So I'm not very good at picking up when people, you got to tell me. Yes. So yeah. you didn't tell me, yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't think of you, you like that. I didn't, I didn't think of you as, a, as, as someone that was into, into guys or had a, had the, that potential. Mm. I kind of thought of you as as Bowie or, or Jagger or just someone who had that kind of rock and roll mm. kind of, if you'd done enough drugs, mm. maybe anything was on the table. I mean that in a funny way, you know. But, <laughs> well, you know. it was. That was. Yeah. How do you think I found a boyfriend? Yeah. No, I, I, well, I think then that's where I was. Now, yeah. I would say that no, I, I'm I'm gay. I I just then yeah. was. It was so not a mature part of my identity, my sexuality. It was just so. Yeah. I was such a late bloomer. And like I said, I, I, 
had the stars aligned and we had have become more than friends, I don't know if I would have had the maturity to have dealt with that and I probably would have hurt you a lot. Or you might have hurt me because I would have been dragging you kicking and screaming on these adventures and you weren't wanting to go on them. Probably. Hmm. Probably. Yeah. I just wish that you answered that text. I was coming over to bang your brains out. I'm sort of glad. Or you would have been banging my brains out. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm I'm glad I didn't answer that text. And I can remember that text. I I haven't checked my calendar, but I'm pretty sure that was a Saturday. And I remember receiving that text and not being at home, but receiving that text and thinking, so this guy is all of a sudden in the suburb where I live. And this is all the notice that he's giving me. So this guy would have known (laughs) for at least a day or so. Well, I had a few drinks in me to be able to message you. I took it as self-sabotage because if you really wanted to see me, you would have given me, I don't know, 24 hours notice, 48 hours notice. I'll tell you what happened. There was no plan to end up in the valley. I was staying at a girlfriend's house because she was like, you're a mess, come and stay for a few nights. It was all very last minute. We ended up in the valley and I was like, oh, Ben's in the valley. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I lost out again. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is The Big Mouth with Tim Dormer. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode and leave a comment. Give me a star rating. It all helps get The Big Mouth out there. You can follow me on socials at Tim Dormer and join The Big Mouth conversation. Hashtag The Big Mouth. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.